0: I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. You're gonna take a walk in the rain and you're gonna get wet. I predict you're gonna eat a bowl of chow mein and be hungry real soon. I predict this my friends, is number 52 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records and how artists affect other people and influence them. And we just covered Pixies. This time, we have another band that has been around for much, much longer that was a forerunner of things to come as well. And yet, who is still together, still touring, is still as innovative as they were when they first started in, if you want to be exact, 1967, under the band name Urban Renewal Project. We're talking about two brothers. One sings, the other writes and composes. Sometimes with a full band, sometimes not. These are two californians who have had more global appeal probably than in the united states and they have been cited as inspiration for countless artists we'll talk about that later now my first encounter with this band was when my elementary school friend randy who everyone called yogurt for some reason let me borrow a record called number one in heaven Now, I remember the song, number one song in heaven. I recorded it from that record onto a tape, and I remember just playing it over and over and over. Then I remember seeing them on American Bandstand playing a song with one of the Go-Go's, Jane Weedland, singing with them. KROQ played, I predict, on the radio sometimes. But you know what? Other than that, and maybe something a little bit every now and then on the Rodney Bingenheimer show, that was it. That was it. So I rediscovered them and the record we will be checking out today, much later in my life. We will be looking into Lil' Beethoven, which is the 19th album by the band Sparks. And it was released in 2002. Now, the album, again, was very progressive in the sense that these guys don't like to copy themselves. The band on this basically used strings, piano, some synths, lots and lots and lots of layers of voices, not a whole lot of drums. And the result was both classical and pop music, a hybrid of the two. They took this classical meets pop music route all over the place with innovation, interesting hills and valleys and lyrics that are very repetitive often, but for some strange reason that I'm not going to be able to explain to you, it makes sense that way. This band was so perfectly synth pop that they completely challenged themselves big time on this record by making a hard left musical turn. Let's talk about it a little bit, because interestingly, the very first message on the first song, which by the way, is called the Rhythm Thief, we hear say goodbye to the beat. Why? Because there won't be one too easily to find on this album in plain sight. Now, here's an example of I think a great place to start with this album. I mean, I say listen to it from beginning to end, but I know not everybody has time for that. I once saw a live performance video and that essentially is what completely inspired me to check out and subsequently love this record. The song is called My Baby's Taking Me Home. Now those, other than a spoken word piece in the middle, are the only lyrics. My baby's taking me home. My baby's taking me home. And you'd think that especially live, this would just drag on and on and on. But it's just the opposite. Like a symphonic piece, it just builds and builds to a crescendo. And it's just amazing in its complex simplicity. There's another one that's just like that on this record. It's another killer build. It's in a song called your calls very important to us. Please hold. This shouldn't work. It should again just get tedious. But it doesn't. There's a reason for this. The reason is there's a lot of talent that live in Ron and Russell Mail Now underrated vocalists he's up there i I always think personally that robin zander from cheap trick and russell mail are like two vocalists that can basically do anything but they don't necessarily get the attention that i think they deserve russell is a very very capable diverse and chameleon like singer He has adapted successfully to every style that this group has tried since its inception. And he nails it. And Ron Mail is unbelievably talented as a pianist, as, as well as his being able to constantly turn amazing phrases. And we're talking for decades now. And this isn't just me hyping something. Many, many people feel this exact same way. I mentioned that they influenced a lot of people. Here's a couple. Peter Hook of New Order talked about the Giorgio Moroto's production of this band on the number one song in heaven as a major influence when his band changed musical styles and concentrated on electro dance rock songs. You can hear it once you think about it. Dave Gahan and Martin Gore of Depeche Mode cited Sparks as one of their favorite bands. Morrissey named the Sparks record Kimono My House as one of his favorite LPs of all time. Thurston Moore of Sonic Youth included a Sparks song in his list of all time favorite songs. Joey Ramone mentioned his liking for Sparks Records. Devo's singer, Mark Mothersbaugh, described himself as a huge Ron Male fan. Bjork, she talked about the same album that, that Morrissey cited, Kimono My House, and said that it was one of the records that changed her life. John Frusciante of the Red Hot Chili Peppers said that he used to listen to Kimono My House and their Propaganda album all the time. And in 1980, even Paul McCartney gave a nod to this band in the music video for his song, Coming Up, when he actually dressed up portraying himself as Ron Mayle playing the keyboards. I don't think I have to say anything else about this record. Uh, The thing I really like about Sparks is that they're still under the radar enough for hipsters to still like them. It's still very cool to pull them out of your back pocket as a group that not everybody knows about. But at the same time, they're totally accessible. They're going to be in your town more than likely or somewhere close. I told you that this particular record that we're talking about now is their 19th record, and it was released in 2002, and they're still making records. There's a brand new single right now on Spotify from this band. Let's put it this way. I love this album. Lil' Beethoven is like nothing I have ever heard before it or since. And coming from a certifiable music head like me, that's saying something. Check it out. We have once arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Sparks, Lil' Beethoven playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Again, just type in Refresher podcast Sparks, Lil' Beethoven. Two sides, side one, the rhythm thief. Number two, how do I get to Carnegie Hall? Number three, what are all these bands so angry about? Isn't this awesome? Number four, I married myself. Number five, ride 'em cowboy. Side two, my baby's taking me home. Your call's very important to us, please hold. Ugly guys with beautiful girls and the very, very tongue-in-cheek, funny suburban homeboy. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast-sparks little Beethoven. Did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they improve your mood? I'm going to repeat that plants improve the air around you, and they improve your mood. Well, this is something that a company named Leafy has taken note of, and they are the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. If you kill plants on accident, you you need to go to their website because they've got a container that's going to help you out. But not just that, they also sell a variety of great plants and their, their whole thing is this. Take your plant with you. Put it in the cup holder in your car. Enjoy your plant. If you've got that plant in the cup holder of your backpack, it's an instant icebreaker to talk to another person. But not everybody's walking around with a plant, but maybe they should. Check out their awesome site at www.leafy.com that is www.leafv as in victor e.com we also want to tell you about our friends at designcraft man they do some awesome work check out their website to see some of their unbelievable work they're at the forefront of the millwork industry and they're constantly innovating to meet custom needs look at some of the things they've done in new york city on their website it's just it's no joke You can find them at designcraft.com, and that is spelled D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. This, my friends, is a grassroots show. You know, we've grown and grown and grown, and and it's 100% been because of people like you. Thank you so much. This show simply wouldn't exist without you. If you could all continue to do me a favor and pass this podcast along to your friends, Uh, If you happen to have social media and you're comfortable doing it, why don't you put it on social media that you enjoyed it. Also, if you think that you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late. And it was written by none other than my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.